Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into watching problematic movies in today's episode. What's this? What's this? It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. What is this? The first thing, I guess, would be to explain what I mean by problematic movies. And, I mean, it, it really ties into the current culture we have in not just film, but society. As more and more people are, are making their voices heard, more and more people are... Um, shaking off the the chains of of silence and condemning those who have wronged them uh you know this all started with harvey weinstein and the dominoes have continued to fall ever since then and uh, you know i i don't know when they'll stop falling i don't know if there is an end in sight uh and and the longer it goes on the more and more kind of just awful the whole situation is you know it's don't get me wrong it's fantastic that these people are are finally feeling the repercussions for their actions that we are finally having this conversation and that this is finally uh, you know something that is adversely affecting these people's careers but with each new person that's indicted that's alle- that has had allegations against them etc cetera, etc cetera, uh, it, it just, it's, it's another, you know, it's, it's more, more and more becoming not just a small sample size, it's becoming system, systemat- systemic in, um, just everywhere, by, by everyone, and, you know, you can't help but l- approach and look at that sort of a situation with anything other than, you know, just, it, it's, it's incredibly depressing, it's very, very, very depressing to consider that, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20% of the men making movies, directing movies, acting in movies, starring in movies, um, you know, of 20% news anchors, politicians are, are abusing the power that they have over women or, or other men and... Uh, have been getting away with it for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, who knows how long, uh, you know, maybe longer than that. And I, I you know, I, I don't know that I can necessarily bring up anything on that aspect of it that hasn't been discussed already. But that's not precisely what this episode is about. It's more about how do you go about addressing those problems in the terms of film, you know, this is podcast is about movies, so like I'm not here to discuss um, whatever political or or news types of issues this might be affecting. It's movies, pretty much only. And I was thinking about this in the terms of the movie uh, made came out. Well, it didn't come out. The movie initially slated to come out this year, called "I Love You, Daddy" by Louis C.K. Uh, I watched it Tuesday, um, and it is a remarkable piece of film. And I don't mean that in a positive way. That is very much a negative, um, uh, a very, very, very negative uh, comment on the movie itself. Because, you know, Louis C.K. is one of the names that people have lobbed allegations against. Uh, As with the vast majority of these people who have been outed, uh, you know, there's no... I I don't know that there's concrete evidence against him. I don't know if we have... uh, You know, there are some people who definitely do. You know, we have transcripts, we have conversations, we have um, footage of them doing these things uh you know there are other people who just have overwhelming numbers against them uh and then there are a couple people that and and to my best of my my knowledge this is the category louis ck falls in under uh some people who does not have a lot of allegations against him 
and the ones that he does have against him are not substantiated. I don't know if that has changed since I last heard about it. If it has, I am I will stand corrected. But regardless, you know, it, it's not that I don't believe the allegations. I'm just stating the facts as I'm aware of them. And regardless of whether or not they're true, regardless of whether or not uh, they, you know, there's more out there or they're, you know, just you know, you, you get to this sort of overwhelming paranoia that there may be some sort of, uh, you know, underhandedness afoot, uh, you know, because at this point, you know, when it's become such a witch hunt, it, it doesn't seem impossible that a person could become vic- be, fall victim to this uh, that is actually you know, an upstanding member of society. And I'm not, again, not saying that that is Louis C.K. Uh, I believe the allegations made against him, but just saying that. So, watching the movie, which was not released, uh, if I remember correctly, I think Louis C.K. like bought it back and then put it out himself or something to that effect. Uh, I did not spend money on it, so I'm not contributing to him by having watched the movie, uh, I didn't even, uh, I didn't, you know, I, I think I tweeted about it twice, and the first time I did, I didn't associate anybody who's in the movie's name on that tweet, and the second time, I didn't associate the person I was talking about with the name of the movie that they were in, because I don't think that that's, I, I don't want them to be associated with the, that movie, because I like a lot of the people who are in this movie that aren't named Louis C.K. I, I do. I love Pamela Adlon. I love Chloe, Gates, Clay, Chloe Grace Moretz. I like John Malkovich. I like Charlie Day. I like Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Falco. So, you know, it it's, sucks that uh, they were in this movie because, I mean, it's not a great movie. Just bare minimum, you know, just absolutely. It is not just, just not a great movie. But at the heart of the matter is should you watch a movie when the star of it or the director or the writer or someone involved with the movie, the producer, uh, is embroiled in a scandal like Louis C.K. is or like Harvey Weinstein is um, or, you know, Woody Allen, Roman Polanski. uh, You know, if you don't, I mean, you can extend this to people like Mel Gibson, uh, if you want, um, it's not the exact same um, crime allegations, but you know there's still scandals, there's still issues, there's still very big problems. So it's it's easy to you know look back at like a Braveheart or um, you know uh, an Annie Hall and say like that's a great movie, but I don't support, you know, Woody Allen. I don't support Mel Gibson, and I don't, uh, I don't think that 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 person is a good person. They did a good job of directing, which is completely independent of their personal thing, uh, you know, personal um, situation. But it's it's still kind of icky in people's heads you know Kevin Spacey you know we we saw Ridley Scott reshoot his movie with uh, Christopher Plummer in the matter in a span of like two months in order to remove Kevin Spacey from it just to avoid that press and uh, you know not movies that are already out couldn't do that Baby Driver wasn't able to do that Baby Driver came out you know a year or two soon you know because I, I don't know that Edgar Wright would have taken as such drastic steps as um, as Ridley Scott if the news had come out, you know, four or five months earlier. And you can't go back to American Beauty. You can't go back to Seven and remove Kevin Spacey from those movies. He is an integral part of American cinema uh, in the 90s and the early 2000s. And there's not much we can do about that at this point, uh, except to ignore watching him. And so today's episode is mostly interested in determining 
to what degree we should consider doing that. And my initial, my initial answer to that question is that if you can watch the movie without, you know, contributing financially to the person that you don't want to be associated with, uh, I would do that. The problem is that in most instances, that means you're also not contributing any money to the other people who are w- working on that movie. And uh, that's unfortunate. I, you know, I, I remember reading something about, I think Edgar Wright saying something about how, you know, he doesn't think that Kevin Spacey's involvement in Baby Driver should result in the rest of the cast, the rest of the crew uh, being maligned for something they had no control over at that time. And I think that's true, you know, but, you know, we don't live in a situation, I, I don't know what, you know, I don't know if I spend $10 on a movie ticket, approximately how much of that ends up in Kevin Spacey's pocket, but if any at all, but the problem therein lies that, like, you see in tabloids, you see on the news, you see, you know, Baby Driver made $120 million domestic, or whatever the number actually is, it's in that ballpark, and, you know, that's a movie associated with Kevin Spacey. You go on Kevin Spacey's IMDb profile. It shows you Baby Driver. You look him up on Wikipedia. It's attached to Baby Driver. And you just can't separate the two things or, or you know, any, any other name from a different, its own, a, a different movie. You know, so how do you, how do you rationalize that? How do you fix that? You know, is it still kosher to go back and watch the Cosby show anymore? I don't know. I I have no idea. You know, that's kind of a subjective question. You can't answer that yes or no and assume that it applies to everyone because there are going to be people out there who adamantly refuse to go to see a Woody Allen movie, who will not go to see another Kevin Spacey movie, who will not go see... um, anything involving Harvey Weinstein again. And I think that they are perfectly they are perfectly justified in that decision. But there are also a lot of people who aren't uh willing to do that. Um you know, because you know, I'll admit like I don't like Woody Allen as a person. Um and I I don't want to support him financially in anything he does. But I like a lot of the movies he's made. He's made some pretty great movies. Annie Hall is in my top 300 movies of all time. And it's, you know, he's a good director. He can be, you know, obviously, I mean, he's made, as prolific as he is, he has made some bad movies, quite some, some some quite bad movies. Uh, But he can be a good director. He can be a good writer. He can even be a good actor at times. And that, doesn't absolve him of the things he's been accused of, and uh, that doesn't alleviate me of feeling guilty by, you know, promoting his work or supporting his um, products, but that doesn't mean that I have to completely ignore them, Uh, especially, you know, if, you know, especially when you look at something like, say, somebody who at the moment is too young to go back and see uh, like an Annie Hall movie, maybe. But by the time that they're old enough to see it, they're aware of who Woody Allen is. Like, is it too late for them? You know, are future generations just not going to watch Woody Allen movies? Uh, Are future generations not going to watch Kevin Spacey movies? Uh, Because as shitty as he might be, I still think his movies are generally good, and Kevin Spacey is a good actor. He, you know, his involvement in a movie as an actor has always been generally for the better. You know, Nine Lives, and, you know, there are definitely instances where it isn't, but there are a lot of good movies that he's been in, and you, you can't... I think if if you really care about watching movies, if you really care about broadening your horizons as far as cinematic endeavors and really trying to 
um, absorb and experience everything you possibly can that cinema has to offer, you're going to run into a Woody Allen movie. You're going to run into a Kevin Spacey movie. You're going to run into many movies that are uh, produced by Weinstein. Uh, you're going to run into Roman Polanski. You can't avoid that. It's, it's in, you know, and if you are avoiding it, you're doing a disservice to yourself as far as understanding cinema, in my opinion. You know, I think Polanski, Woody Allen, Mel Gibson, Spacey, Weinstein have left such a huge mark on the film industry that to avoid them entirely is, uh, it will leave your education incomplete. And there are, I'm sure, people who are perfectly okay with that because of what it means from a moral point of view. But it's that's kind of what we're getting at you know is this a moral question about watching and 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 contributing to uh, support this content or is it something else is it is it is there this gray area that exists you know um you know casey affleck and um nate parker have been or two people last year who uh, before the Weinstein scandals and and fell that were both uh, dogged by these sorts of things and it absolutely destroyed Nate Parker's movie it ruined its chances at the box office it ruined its chances at the in the award season uh, and uh, it, it you know it may have ruined his career and you know his situation is far less uh, problematic than a Weinstein or a Woody Allen or a Roman Polanski, in my opinion. But on the other hand, uh, you have Casey Affleck, who somehow managed to skip over that whole problem. And despite the fact that it was brought up during the most pivotal point in his best actor campaign last year he still came away with an oscar so i i don't know how to rationalize those two ideas and two facts that took place last year it it, it doesn't make sense but i know that i watched manchester by the sea i thought it was fantastic i thought casey affleck was fantastic i gave him my best actor award last year and i don't feel bad about doing that as an actor as purely an actor he was the his he gave the best performance in a 2016 film in my opinion i i no i i can't change that you know i can't say that his performance was worse because he he's you know he has all these allegations against him because those literally don't affect his the allegations against him whatsoever and if if this film industry wants to stop giving him work, wants to stop casting him in movies, that's fine. Um, you know, his talent, his talent, purely his talent, will would be missed. But he, as a person, probably wouldn't be. And the, but but, so so. It's kind of so. I guess to try to try to focus in on like my own personal experience with this. You know, I'm not going to stop watching Woody Allen movies. I'm not going to stop watching Roman Polanski movies, Kevin Spacey movies, Nate Parker movies, Casey Affleck movies, Mel Gibson movies, um, what have you. I'm sure I won't know it, but I'm sure I'll watch plenty of movies that Weinstein helped produce. Uh, but it's the difference between supporting those individuals on an individual basis and supporting those individuals on their job, in my opinion. Because, you know, I think back to my personal, like the last job I had, the job I had at Target. And I say, and you know, I think to myself, like, look, I worked with a lot of people while I was there. You know, the turnover rate was very high. And 
while I don't know most of those people outside of work, I'm sure there are plenty of the people that I worked with that were less than stellar individuals outside of work. I mean, I mean, odds are that that's the case. But at the end of the day, I look at things and say, well, hey, they're come, they come to work on, and they show up on time. Uh, I don't know what they're doing outside of their work on their own time. And they do a good job. So from my point of view, they checked off all the boxes they needed to check. Now, as soon as I, now let's say I did learn about somebody I was working with engaging in largely unsavory activity, uh, perhaps, I mean, let's just say like they were doing, I mean, I guess it's not incredibly analogous because, you know, my, no one who has my job could possibly have the level of power that a Weinstein had. But if that person was doing things um, in that same vein and I learned about it, then, you know, I would do something about it. And it would be such the case where I think that I don't want someone working with me that has that kind of sordid... Um, personal life, that kind of, um, you know, uh, immoral, illegal, you know, whatever term you want to use, uh, goings on. I don't, I don't want to hand, I don't want to be part of that. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to talk about it because I know I'll look at that person every night I see them and that's all I'll be able to see. And as much as we want to tell ourselves as people, uh, that, one bad thing does not make a person bad inherently. It's hard to not, you know, it's hard to not think that. And, uh, you know, I think, I think one of the best, not best, but I, I think an interesting sort of uh, circumstance revolving around this sort of a thing is the situation with Johnny Depp in the second Fantastic Beast movie. Fans were not happy that he was in the first one. Uh, he has a like 10 second cameo where he is revealed to be the true form of Grindelwald. Spoilers, I guess, if you haven't seen it, but you probably should have seen it. Or if you haven't, you don't care to. And so in the next movie, uh, which is, I believe, subtitled The Crimes of Grindelwald, he's intent expected to have a very, very big role. Fans wanted him recast. Fans think he should... It should be somebody different. And J.K. Rowling came out a few weeks ago and stood by Johnny Depp. Uh, you know, he's... hit The allegations against him are of... Uh, I think... I may I may be slightly off. I believe they are about uh, abuse, physical, verbal, emotional abuse against Amber Heard, who was married to Johnny Depp for a period of time. Uh, reportedly, uh, they have settled between themselves. You know, they're divorced now, and they have settled things between themselves. I don't know the full story I, I I barely know any of the story and Rowling's comments indicated that she had spoken to Johnny Depp or at least understood the circumstances better than the general public uh, which I think is probably the case considering she's working with him on these movies and she said that she supports him and his casting and that's interesting because, one, a lot of people are very upset by this because they think that J.K. Rowling is not, uh, is, is supporting someone who they don't think is a good person. And by extension, that makes her not a good person. And I remember reading something along the lines of, man, I wonder if I can find it. Dumbledore quote. 
let me see here. Um, so there are a lot of terrible things were said. Uh, let me see here. Found an article. Maybe this has it. Weeks of backlash uh, over the sequel to Fantastic Beasts. Uh, J.K. Rowling has said, quote, she is genuinely happy, end quote, to have Depp in the role. Um, responses were to the effect of, quote, honestly never thought I'd be disappointed in my childhood idol, but here we are, end quote, which is unfortunate. Uh, last year, actress Amber Heard filed for divorce from and a restraining order against Depp, documenting numerous incidents of physical, verbal, and emotional abuse throughout their marriage. Still, despite the serious and public nature of Heard's accusations, Depp has continued to star and be cast in major films like the Fantastic Beasts sequel a trend that's led to growing frustration within a cultural conversation that's actively questioning how Hollywood and other industries protect abusers. Uh, part of Rowling's statement, um, here's, I'm going to quote some of Rowling's statement that she made as far as defending Depp's casting. The huge mutual supportive Mutually supportive community that has grown up around Harry Potter is one of the greatest joys of my life. For me personally, the inability to speak openly to fans about this issue has been difficult, frustrating, and at times painful. However, the agreements that have been put in place to protect the privacy of two people, both of whom have expressed a desire to get on with their lives, must be respected. Based on our understanding of the circumstances, the filmmakers are not only comfortable sticking with our original casting, but genuinely happy to have Johnny Depp playing a major character in the movies. So, for me to, to, to for me to understand this, it sounds to me like one, her inability to speak openly to the fans about this issue uh, indicates that there are things she's un, she's aware of that she isn't allowed to talk about for legal purposes, you know, non-disclosure agreements and such. Um, as well as uh, expressing the fact that both Amber Heard and Johnny Depp want to move past this event. Uh, again, I've heard people claim that, you know, Heard was bought, her silent, Heard's silence was bought. I, I, as far as I'm aware, those are un unsubstantiated rumors. And then based on our understa understanding of the cir circumstances. So uh, you can't, it's it's this weird paradox where you can't believe everything you read and hear about everybody, right? Uh, it, it's it's unfortunate that people would lie, but they do. And I don't. I'm not suggesting that herd is lying. Uh, I'm not suggesting that anybody's lying. But I'm just saying that that's a fact that people do it um, for gener. You know for. Uh, poor reasons and with poor judgment and with generally the intent to malign others and I think that if there are rumors about someone not necessarily Johnny Depp but just anyone who is being accused of anything that fans of that person who feel wronged, that um, people who latch onto those sentiments will dogpile on those ideas and dogpile on those um, accusations. And it kind of exacerbates things. You know, it's just like, you know, if you ever played, um, what's the, well, I, was it like Pass It Down the Lane or whatever, that thing where you sit in a line with people and you whisper from one person to the next a sentence, and by the time you get to the end, it's a completely different sentence. That is kind of what happens, you know? More and more people talk about it, more and more people bring it up. Slowly, things get blown to different proportions, not necessarily bigger or uh, or, or smaller, but different proportions. Um, you know, a, a thrown object becomes, you know a slap becomes a punch becomes, you know, knocking someone out. It's just the way someone speaks. They might misspeak and not remember precisely what the truth of what they heard was. And things can be forever changed with 
passing information from one person to the next. And while I think that we're living in a situ- in a in a time where any possible potential theoretical hypothetical accusations are cause for um, removing someone from their professional livelihood that that's you know that's gonna keep happening now I like Johnny Depp as an actor I like the work he does as an actor generally not always I'm excited to see him act act as Grindelwald in Crimes of Grindelwald and based on all the information I have regarding Johnny Depp I think that I am t- I'm tenuous, tenuously um, reserving judgment. I'm not saying that he's a terrible person. I don't think that he's he's probably not a perfectly great person either. But I don't have all the facts in front of me. I have he said, she says. There's like this iPhone video that I've seen uh, of him yelling at Amber Heard. I believe, but it leaves a lot. It doesn't really explain a lot of. It doesn't definitely doesn't confirm a lot of the accusations being made. So I don't know the truth, and I can't speak to that truth. So the biggest problem, I think, with all that's happening is that at the end of the day, like ninety-five to ninety-nine percent of every all these things that are destroying the lives of these people uh, are allegations and it's affecting directors and actors and writers and producers and politicians and uh, news news anchors and everybody and for the most part these are all allegations and by its very definition (laughs) an allegation uh, it is something that is just a claim it's just an assertion it is just uh someone saying that this person did a thing um it does not you know allegations do not require proof to be made and while that doesn't mean that they didn't happen i think that it is more than likely that the vast majority of the allegations made against people in the last few months have definitely been true uh that's not i don't know that's like not the legal system we live in you know you know they someone has to be proven guilty and i completely respect ridley scott's decision to recast kevin spacey as christopher Plummer. i completely respect anyone who won't spend money on a woody allen movie or um or, or a Casey Affleck movie, I think that's perfectly a perfectly normal response, and I don't begrudge that the least. But I do think that if someone like J.K. Rowling uh, decides to cast and support the casting of Johnny Depp in their movie, then that is just as okay as long as these are just allegations and or uh, settled uh, issues and I don't man I I I don't know it's 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 a very sensitive topic it is one that the Twitterverse is uh, very up in arms about and one that you know i'm sure just in this very podcast episode i may i'm sure like i've (sighs) put my foot in my mouth once or twice as far as the way i phrase things and i'm trying to be as as um impartial and um objective in this situation as i can because i do think that you can't just you know, burn someone at a stake every single time an allegation is made. You know, there's a reason we have 
the criminal process and due process because it's it's a matter of getting to the truth of the matter because whether or not a claim an allegation is substantiated doesn't mean it's false but it doesn't mean that it's a 100% true either and it's 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 a you know there are numerous numerous uh, in, numerous um, no, um, allegations to sort through and and determine, and I think to a large degree we all kind of have to determine those things for ourselves because you know if I were say a close personal friend of Kevin Spacey, and uh, I you know he told me and he explained to me a circumstance or you know Dustin Hoffman like the the whole situation between Dustin Hoffman and um John Oliver I like I loved that John Oliver brought up that issue I love that he was intent and wouldn't back down and tried to force Dustin Hoffman to address the problem and to 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 sort of clarify and and come to terms with what was being claimed against him and uh, how he perceived things and for me uh, that was very revealing about Dustin Hoffman's you know the the truth the truth to Dustin the accusations made against him and I wish we had that with everybody you know now like there's recently there have been accusations against uh, James Franco and you know he was on uh, Stephen Colbert's show the other day, other night, and he responded to those. I thought he responded relatively well. Um, you know, he he mostly just said that he doesn't know what uh, the what situations and what what things that transpired that these people are referring to. He doesn't remember them, and uh, that could be the problem in and of itself, but, um, and, you know, obviously, as someone whose career is built on his popularity and his ability to be in the limelight, it it behooves him to deny that these things took place if they did take place as they are, um, put forth. So, you know, you can't really buy anything on either side of the issue uh, at face value uh, it's it's unfortunate that like that's the way things are and I, I I want like I wish it was easy enough to say okay we have an allegation made against Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is never going to make another movie never going to fund another project and there's tv show he's never going to write anything he's never going to act anything we're not going to give him any more stand-up specials we're not going to like quote him in any more articles we're going to ban him from twitter from facebook from youtube etc 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 and uh and effectively you know he just becomes kind of wiped off the map and he's forced to go i don't even know i don't even know what he would do i have no idea and that's but like to me like i'm thinking about that like that feels extreme I don't, I don't know what Louis C.K. did specifically, explicitly, but if I think if we're at a point where the person should not be able to work in the job they have because of what is supposedly they did, then we need to take action against that person that's not just, you're not making a movie anymore. It needs to be something to the effect of like, create it put a criminal like investigate them for this for what took place like try to see if you can find proof that this happened uh unfortunately these are certain situations and circumstances where that's very difficult um sexual abuse doesn't you know from like 10 years ago in many instances you know how could you possibly find the evidence behind that it's it's not it's it's not something that sort of you know you're not gonna you know pull back a floorboard and find you know fingerprints 
that are going to lead you to the killer. It's that's not the way that works. It's a very difficult circumstance. So it's really tough to reconcile all of these things together. And I I I, I don't know. I I. I I personally, you know, I, I keep going, I go back and forth on this all the time. I didn't want to see Wonder Wheel because it was in Woody Allen movie. Uh, I didn't want to see I Love You Daddy when I learned the news about Louis C.K., but I've seen both of those movies now. And I can respect the integrity of the people involved in that mo- those movies that aren't Woody Allen and that aren't Louis C.K. I can even respect the quality of the job that the two of those people did with those movies, independent of who they are in their personal lives. But I don't, I can't always reconcile that those people, those are the people that are, are involved in this those movies, that they are unsavory individuals that they have these allegations lodged against them that they are uh in all likelihood um disgusting individuals who have committed terrible terrible acts in the past and there's no there there is no easy way to just decide that, that that this one size fits all because I, I don't know I just I, I don't know I keep talking about it and I don't feel like I'm getting any closer to a real answer but that's probably because there isn't a real answer you know when you compare the fact that um um uh like we you, you compare what was what happened to um who was it? The the senator that set Franken? Al Franken. Yeah, when you compare what happened to Franken's resignation uh, after the allegations lodged against him, lodged against him, to uh, what is taking place as far as um, Trump being president, uh, he is still president. He has had as far as I'm aware, many more allegations lodged against him than Franken had. And, you know, to Franken's credit, you know, it wasn't that people got rid of him. It wasn't that someone recast him in a movie. It was that he succumbed to the pressure and the will of those around him and decided to resign as a senator. And that's, uh, you know, that was entirely... As far as I'm aware, and at the end of the day, like that was entirely his decision, and he made it, knowing the repercussions, knowing the circumstances, and it shows a level of tolerance that should be uh, um, that should be exhibited across all mediums. I would love for Ampus and uh, SAG and all the guilds and, and unions and whatnot to say, look, if, you know, zero tolerance policy on sexual abuse, physical abuse, verbal, mental, emotional abuse, uh, you know, if it, it's, it, but the, then the problem becomes, you know, one offhanded phrase can ruin someone's career if it's taken the wrong way or if it's taken out of context or you know if you just have someone spiteful about some such thing and it's tough to walk that line and I, I I don't think we're at that point I don't again I don't think there are people intentionally sabotaging people especially in the film uh, industry uh, I think that's somewhat more likely in politics but I don't think it's necessarily happening in film but I think that there's the danger of us getting to that point you know it's it's 
you know, it's like Salem Witch Trials. You just have to say it once and no one will ever forget it, you know? And that's a scary situation. That's really, really terrifying to think of that being the reality that we live in. Because, like I said, you don't want to be put into a situation where the wrong phrase, sentence, um, reference taken out of context could destroy someone's career. And I don't want that to be ha to happen. And I think more and like going one step further is how is, is how relevant it is that we I don't know. I don't. I don't know what I'm. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I guess at the end of the day, these allegations, these and, and you know whoever it is, whatever they do, however they're involved with a movie, or or the rest of society, it's never going to stop me from watching a movie. As far as I'm aware, I haven't, up to this point, nothing has come to light that would stop me from watching a movie. I don't know if there's a line that could be crossed. I don't think so. Uh, it's, it's such that I, I, I'm, I feel personally able, you know, to watch a movie like I Love You Daddy and not succumb to the idea that like I can't and shouldn't be watching this movie because of what Louis C.K. allegedly did and while I don't think he should make movies anymore if he does continue to make movies and they do continue to get you know like A-list casts I will watch them uh, but in all likelihood, I won't support them financially. And, I think in all likelihood, they won't have A-list casts because I don't think the morally good people in Hollywood are, at a, given what's already taken place, I don't think they're at any, you know, in any rush to work with someone who's had allegations lodged against them. So, at the end of the day, I hope that this is a trend that points us toward a, in a direction where these people do not get the opportunities they, that, that they've been getting. They don't get the slack to do whatever they want anymore. And even if they don't, if it's not, even if they're never, you know, arrested, even if they're never convicted of the things that they've done or allegedly done, I want them, I want there to be I want us to be in a situation where we can say, you know, look, I don't, uh, where where people can say I don't agree with what uh, Kevin Spacey now represents, and you know, so that we can have a final season of House of Cards without Kevin Spacey, so that we can have all the money in the world with Christopher Plummer. I'm I'm in favor of that, and I think it becomes difficult when you get down into a situation like Johnny Depp's where reportedly the problems from him and from his past and from his personal life that fans are upset over and, uh, you know, people reportedly boycotting Fantastic Beasts 2 because of his inclusion in the movie, um, people uh, resenting J.K. Rowling because of her support of his uh, casting in that movie and his involvement in it, you end up with, um, you, you, I, I think that that in and of itself is a completely sort of different and unknown area separate from the Kevin Spacey, separate from the Harvey Weinsteins, because you know, if if it's 
you know, because most of what's happening now, this Me Too movement, um, the the uh, silence breakers, they aren't, they're not treating their situation and their circumstances the way Amber Heard has referred to uh, her own circumstances with Johnny Depp. Now, Amber Heard reportedly wants to move past the incident, whatever the incident was that took place, um, whereas the Me Too movement and the Silence Breakers are saying, no, 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 this person did a terrible thing, and we're finally telling everybody about it. We finally have the courage to do so. It finally won't ruin our careers, or if it for some reason still does, uh, we have overcome the fear of that, and we are speaking our minds now. We are telling our truths, and something needs to be done about this person these people for what they've done to us that is what they're saying and that is a fantastic shift in our society i am so pleased by it uh, it is incredibly unfortunate that we are there but uh, it is um necessary i think in being able to move on to a new reality in which uh, we won't allow men in those positions to get away with that anymore. And we need to come to terms, each and every, you know, each of us individually, you know, film goers have to come to terms with what that means for us, you know, whether that means going to or not going to see a Woody Allen movie, whether that means. Uh, you know, supporting Kevin Spacey, whether that means supporting Johnny Depp, whether that means supporting James Franco, Casey Affleck. You know, we keep looking at these circumstances on on an individual basis, and people keep saying, you know, with all things, with everything that's happened to Kevin Spacey and Harvey Weinstein, why isn't the same thing happening to Casey Affleck and to to, to uh, Johnny Depp? And I, I don't have a great answer for that. I, I don't um, have a shitty answer for it, but it's 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 really your your own decision as far as that's concerned, and more so, it is Hollywood and filmmaker and producer and and studios decisions about whether to work and associate themselves with these types of individuals. And when we get to a point where they refuse to do that, uh, you know, we'll finally see real change happening at that point. And, you know, I, I, there's a lot that still has to happen. Um, You know, we'll see if, if Franco is, is, if the allegations against Franco continue to um, gain momentum and gain steam against him, uh, you know, I don't know if Kevin Spacey has anything that he was supposed to be working on besides uh, House of Cards, and if so, if, if any of that is still going to happen, I don't know if Johnny Depp will be stuck only doing Fantastic Beasts movies from now on. Or what you know, I know he's going to be in Sherlock Gnomes, coming out soon, but uh, it's 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 tough, and you know all I can say is that I don't have a problem going to see a Johnny Depp movie, uh, but I think I will have a problem going to see a Kevin Spacey movie. I don't think the two situations are analogous. I, I don't think that they fall under the same umbrella but at the end of the day it's I mean it's, it's just it's kind of the same result to me you know it's 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 kind of like you know when you watch a movie and you tell someone your favorite character is the villain you know why do you like the villain is it because the way they're portrayed is it because of how uh, because what they do is it, you know, just 
you know, there's, there's a reason people latch on to villains and like villains in movies. And it, it doesn't matter that they aren't doing good things, you know. It's more about who they are. And, to us, and, and you know, if we look at the same circumstances and cer- if we approach um, the Me Too movement the same way, it's essentially looking at these people and it's determining, you know, if we like who they are. And generally, I think we've all, as a community, as a society, as an industry, decided, no, we don't like who Kevin Spacey is, who Harvey Weinstein is. Um, And yet, for some reason, uh, Woody Allen still gets to make movies. And I I don't understand it because I don't like who Woody Allen is. And so while I will continue to watch movies that he writes and directs, I will watch Kevin Spacey if he continues to be in movies, and I will watch old movies that he was in. Um, that what has happened and what has transpired and the allegations that have cropped up only affects that experience for me in the sense that where before I was generally happy when... I watched a good movie that Kevin Spacey was in. Now, I probably won't be. Because I don't want the best for him anymore. I don't want him to succeed because of who he is. I don't want Woody Allen to succeed because of who he is. It gives me great pleasure now when I watch a bad movie that these people are a part of. You know, I'm really glad that I Love You Daddy was a terrible movie for Louis C.K., I'm not glad that it was bad for the rest of the people involved in it, but because Louis C.K. is in it, wrote it, directed it, uh, it is three times as bad for him as it is good for anybody who acted in the movie. And I don't know. I'm I'm sure that my that you know plenty of other critics will wrestle with this very issue, and. I will probably continue to do so myself. I find it very troubling. And it'd be so much easier if we didn't have to deal with it, but we have to, and we have to address it and confront it as as intelligently and respectfully as we possibly can. And I try to do that as best as I know how. It's It's... You know, it's looking at a movie, it's looking at a person, it's it's reading about what they supposedly did, it's reading about what they say they did, what they say they remembered, what they say they, uh, what they respond to as uh, to the allegations, and it's determining for yourself, one, if you think they happened, two, if that means that you should stop supporting this person, if other people should stop supporting this person, uh, and and three, um, if this has completely ruined this person's contributions to their craft, to their um, job, to their to their career permanently, and you're not going to get the same type of response to all three of those questions for every person. And it's, it's, I don't think it's ever going to be, you know, it, 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 it's going to sit in the back of your head when you're watching a movie that has Kevin Spacey in it. Like, I wonder if he was doing that stuff while he was making this movie. You know, I wonder if Dustin Hoffman was doing that stuff when he was making this movie. I wonder if Woody Allen was doing that stuff when he was making this movie. And just the idea of that, the very thought of that, the notion is is terrifying. And yet, when you watch this thing, whatever it may be, the performance, the direction, the writing, the producing, the, the, the anything, it, it's imperative that if you are going to commit to being able to watch the movie, you not bring in the baggage of... Like, I mean, yeah, Kevin Spacey's good in it, but he's a terrible person, so this movie's awful. Because that's not how it should be. 
I try, I'm trying to not do that. I, I think I Love You, Daddy is a bad movie. Uh, I think it has bad, I don't think it, it has a good message. I think it is poorly constructed. But at the same time, I think uh, most of Louis C.K.'s stand-up is quite good. Uh, What I've seen of Horace and Pete, I really enjoyed, and I don't know if I'll be able to ever finish that now. Um, I mean, it's a TV show, so it's not a movie, so it's a different area for me personally. But you know, I liked what I'd seen of that that show. It's it's quite good. Regardless of of the quality of the person making it, and this is this is going to be, we're going to keep asking ourselves this question for a long time now, going forward. And I don't I don't know what the ultimate answer is going to be. Uh, it seems like the the more people that this affects, the more allegations that come to light, the further we progress toward a situation where any allegation is going to remove you from what you're currently working on and prohibit you from working on anything in the future. If you cannot get those allegations completely expunged, and even if you could, I don't think that would be enough. And I don't know if that's the best end goal, uh, obviously, I just think that we should, I, best case scenario is that we find all the people who are committing these types of acts, we remove them entirely from an industry that thrives on controversy and an industry that thrives on uh, presenting its, presenting people as, as, um, a product, and we prohibit that sort of disgusting action from taking place ever again, and we don't get caught up in the idea of witch hunting in a sense that we are condemning people that aren't guilty. And I, I don't know that we can get to that point. I, I, I really hope we do, we, and we can. But I think for as long as Trump's president, we can't possibly get to that point. And if we can, it's going to take time. And so it's about sifting through the op-eds and the editorials and the think pieces about whether or not it's you know whether or not we should pay money to see Wonder Wheel or whether or not um, we should go back and watch Kevin Spacey movies. It's about it's it's just about keeping a level head and being able to decipher the information that we're receiving in a in an informative and productive and um, um, intelligent way. I hope we can do that. And I'm going to, I try to do that for myself. And uh, so I think the big, the most important result for me in this circumstance, uh, you know, as it pertains to watching movies, as it pertains to my podcast, you know, I don't, you know, it might be to the extent where I don't review movies that involve those types of people or, you know, I leave those types of people out of the statistics that I do on my show. I, I don't know. I don't think. I'm at a point where I'm willing to do that uh, just at the moment, uh, but it's it's more to the extent where I will show uh, visible glee at attributing as many bad movies to Woody Allen, Roman Polanski, Kevin Spacey, etc. as I possibly can, and uh, obvious disdain for the opposite. So that's, I don't know, that's that's kind of where I'm at at the end of all this. So if you uh, have any other opinions, if you want to offer something that I didn't really touch on or, or want to provide insight into something that I, I just don't really have the knowledge to talk on or speak about, uh, I fully embrace um, anyone who wants to discuss this sort of thing with me. Um, you can do so either 
uh, through email using circleoffilm at gmail.com or on Twitter at circleoffilm. Um, I'm not, I, I won't, not going to back down from that kind of discussion whatsoever. Uh, you know, if you think I said something that um, it, it really was out of line or to that effect, like, please let me know and I will either, uh, I, I, you know, I'm sure I will probably apologize and then try to explain what I meant if what I meant is different from what you think I meant. Uh, and if it isn't, then I will, you know, completely, hopefully, recognize the mistake I made and... and um, admit it and and improve and hopefully learn and have a better understanding going forward if uh you would like to uh, uh learn more about the podcast about me about the spreadsheet i use and things like that you can head over to circleoffilm.com circle of film awards are over there scavenger hunt stuff uh top 10 month born actors etc etc all that stuff's over there you can check that out and if you'd like to support the show in a monetary fashion, you can do so at Circle of Film, or not Circle of Film, you can do so at patreon.com slash circle of film. Uh, plenty of options over there if you are so inclined. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same goodnight. I know she'll never. Even as she fades from view So long, farewell, I'll be to say